Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Employment Law Matters. I'm Barrister Daniel Barnett and this is the first of a two-week episode split into parts one and part two where I'm talking a little bit about constructive dismissal. Now I've just written and published, it came out this week, my new small book on constructive dismissal. If you're a member of the HR Inner Circle, the membership club I run for smart, ambitious, standalone HR professionals will be sending you a copy for free in the post as I do with all my small books two or three times a year. So don't buy it. If you're not a member of the HR in a circle, you can get a copy either on Kindle or paperback at Amazon. Just search for constructive dismissal, Daniel Barnett. What I'm going to do in this episode is read to you a short extract on the issue of whether a disciplinary process can ever be a last straw for the purpose of constructive dismissal. It comes in chapter three, which deals with the last straw. And at the beginning of chapter three, I explain what the last straw is and how it has to add something. I go through the four rules that the Court of Appeal set out in the case of Waltham Forest against Omilaju on what is required to amount to a last straw. I also talk about the Employment Appeal Tribunal's case over this summer, summer 2020, in Williams and Governing Body of Alderman Davis Church in Wales Primary School, where the EAT dealt with a last straw that's entirely innocuous and went back a little bit on the Omelaju case. But the section I'm going to read to you now, this comes straight out of the book, is on whether a disciplinary process can ever be the last straw. Check out Daniel Barnett's books on Amazon. Welcome to Employment Law Matters with Barrister Daniel Barnett. Employers can get quite nervous about applying a disciplinary process to employees who are known to be difficult or serial complainers, fearful that whatever they do will come back to bite them. In some cases where there's a history of problems between an employer and an employee, there may be things which happened in the past, repudiatory breaches, that the employee has waived by doing nothing and staying in employment. It's called affirmation, and we'll deal with this in a later chapter. At some point later, the situation becomes too much for the employee, and they resign in response to a last straw. The Court of Appeals confirmed an employee can rely on the whole course of conduct, including any previously waived repudiatory breaches, because the last straw revives them. The case of Cower against Leeds Teaching Hospital's NHS Trust, 2018 IRLR 833, also considered whether a fair disciplinary process, no matter what the outcome, can ever be that last straw. Ms Cower was a nurse. She had an altercation with a colleague. She was disciplined and given a final written warning for her inappropriate behaviour. She appealed against the warning but was unsuccessful. She resigned, claiming constructive dismissal. Her claim was based on a series of events which, taken together, seriously breached trust and confidence. The events included alleged unjustified complaints about her performance, the altercation with her colleague and the employer's conduct of the disciplinary process. She said that the employer's dismissal of her appeal against the final written warning was the last straw. The employer applied to have the claim struck out because the employee had no reasonable prospect of success, and the employment tribunal agreed and struck out the claim. Miss Cower agreed, and the case ended up in the Court of Appeal. 
The court reviewed and clarified the law on last straws in constructive dismissal cases, where there's a course of conduct which cumulatively creates a repudiatory breach of contract, the last act in that series can revive earlier affirmed breaches. So if Miss Cower had accepted earlier breaches by not resigning at those earlier points in time, a new breach of contract could revive them. Theoretically, she could bring a constructive dismissal claim. However, the Court of Appeal said, and this is the important bit, that a fair disciplinary process can never, as a matter of law, form part of a serious breach of contract. And as a result, the appeal decision could not be a last straw. Employment Law Matters, the number one business podcast for HR professionals and employment lawyers. Let's have a quick recap of what sort of things can and can't be a last straw. It's impossible to give a definitive list of last straws because every case is different. So I've given below some examples as a guide, including some from real cases. These can be a last straw. In cases where an employee has been bullied by her manager over time, a negative comment about a piece of work made in front of colleagues. Another discriminatory act, even a minor one, in a series of discriminatory acts by an employer. Or a decision made in a flawed or otherwise unfair grievance or disciplinary process, including the appeals. And what can't? Well, a reasonable request to do work that falls within the employee's job description, remit and capabilities cannot be a last straw. Nor can a solicitor's letter containing a without prejudice offer of financial settlement in return for the employee's resignation, because if the correspondence is genuinely without prejudice, it can't be referred to in legal proceedings as a last straw or anything else. Finally, taken from the Cower case, the outcome of a fair and reasonable disciplinary or grievance process, including appeals. Win one of Daniel's books. Leave a review on the podcast store now. And that's it. Nice short podcast for you this week. Uh, That was a very short extract from my new book on constructive dismissal, which will be sent to you for free if you're a member of www.hrinnercircle.co.uk, or you can get hold of it on the Amazon website. I'm also shortly going to resume, I did it originally when this podcast launched, but stopped for a while, I'm going to resume uh, picking a review of this podcast from the Apple Podcast Store, reading it out at the beginning of the podcast and sending the reviewer a copy of one of my books. So if you would like a copy of the Constructive Dismissal book and you don't want to pay for it, (gasps) shocking, then leave a review on the podcast store and maybe, just maybe, yours will be the one I pick. And for the next few weeks, I will send a copy of the constructive dismissal book as a thank you. In next week's episode, I will read out another extract from the constructive dismissal book, and then we'll be back to the normal podcasts after that. I'm Daniel Barnett from Outer Temple Chambers. Bye-bye. Any information on this podcast is for general guidance only. Always seek legal advice. Please see full terms at www.danielbarnett.co.uk forward slash podcast terms.